0: It's podcast night, and you know what that means. Yeah, you do. Yeah, we do.
1: Sorry for those listening. It means uh, we've got to drink and talk about wrestling.
0: Pretty much, as we always uh, do. Yeah. But welcome, one and all, to another episode of the A to the K wrestling show. Not gonna lie, I still haven't come back down from last week when we spoke to the legendary Diamond Dallas Page. Did you know? You know. I'm sure you know, because we told everybody. Um, but yeah, what yeah. even we're is we're still this telling life? people. <laughs> we are still telling people. But as always, I am Carl, and joining me as always, it is Anthony. Together, we are the Middle-Aged Outlaws, the Abundance of Averageness, and the Drunkadactyls. A to the K. Look, the Dark Order. That's <laughs> another <laughs> one. Yes. Um, See, merch. We just got merch coming <laughs> out of our ears. That's all I'm saying. All
1: I'm but... Saying. Uh, Oh, thanks thanks for that lovely warm welcome Carl I really there appreciate you know. it another fun filled right. week another fun filled week and obviously yeah i mean we we spoke to diamond dallas page i said last week i think i think we might have peaked at that that's just boss <laughs> we did. and uh, it's only right you know i, I won't bore everyone because we're going to talk about it but it's only right that we continue the diamond dallas page train so um we're going to do some more talking this week on our favourite film which just happens to feature him as the just the just best so villain happens ever.
0: Almost like he was so, planned but, uh, that way, right?
1: <laughs> oh, almost, almost deliberate. Um, but yeah, that's going to be such such a good segment. I really do look forward to it.
0: Absolutely. But before, <sighs> Anthony, before we kick before, off the show, as we always do, as has become a time-honoured tradition on this show, um, we need to kick off with A to the K's little-known fact of the week. And here is that, that music to play that funky music.
1: Oh you didn't know
0: That's right. And Anthony, boss did you know? Maybe you don't. Cody Rhodes. He has many accolades. No, I <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. I don't know. You know. Yeah. You know of him. Um But yeah. Cody Rhodes has had many accolades in the wrestling business, a plethora of championships, but did you know? Cody Rhodes is the only wrestler to ever win a championship by beating himself. (laughs) Because at Clash of Champions 2008, Cody Rhodes and his tag team partner Bob Holly were defending their tag team titles against Ted DiBiase Jr. And a mystery opponent, which was revealed to be none other than Cody Rhodes turning on Bob Holly. To win the tag titles. But. Oh, with, Ted, was... with Ted DiBiossa Jr. Uh, you know. Being his tag team partner. And Cody being. Yeah. So ba- basically. He beat himself. Um, and he ended up going on to win the tag team titles. That he already kind of had. So yeah. So. He just exchanged partners. I mean. Yeah. There was some keys. Uh, there was a bowl. But we didn't talk uh, about that. Yeah. For the storyline. But. Yeah, so Cody Rhodes beat himself for the tag team championship that he already had, but still he goes down in history as the only wrestler to ever win a championship by beating himself. Yeah, I
1: Thing, I, sorry, um, I'll, that that I'll let you do the um the close stuff. I do want to moan about
0: that for a second. Okay, well let's you know it's only you know right to have Road Dog closes off by saying this. Of course. Oh, you didn't know. <laughs> And it's funny because oh. we still can't hear that, so I have to wait for a progress bar to go yeah, across which the screen. Kinda, and we kinda hope, guess at it. we pray, we hope.
1: And Carl's got the progress bar, so I just have to kind of wait till he starts talking <laughs> again. I don't know. <laughs> which must be um, horrible,
0: to be fair. No one wants to wait to hear me he speak. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so, what I wanted to say about this, Carl, and this is just—it does no home for this little little thought. But what qualifies as making history? Because it it stemmed from the fact that I keep seeing it now, like oh Rey Mysterio and his son made history being the first ever father and son tag team. It's like there's a lot of first ever that like you don't count as making history, like the time Braun Strowman won tag titles with an 11 year old, or the time Vince McMahon wrestled God and various bits and mm. was it Vince? Yeah, and various things that go down in history is the first ever time that that happened that you don't go, well, that went down in history. You just It just kind of happened, and we'll just kind of pretend it didn't. So what, what do you think qualifies as going down in history? Because I'm like,
0: surely like, anyone can make history if you think it's something random enough, is my point. I mean, that is a fantastic point, but all it makes me think is maybe we should make history by coming up with some random shit to be the first people ever to do that random shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be meaningless, but still, we've made history oh, it's like, because like, we're the first people to do. It. This the
1: thing. Like, if for whatever reason I managed to set foot into a WWE ring and I did it wearing only one shoe, would I go down as the very first, like, down in history as the first person to enter a WWE ring with only one shoe? Mm, okay, Carlton, very, I find this and go. No. <laughs> very. It's this
0: person. Very dark joke. <laughs> pretty, pretty sure Zach Gowen did that. Oh. Fine, let's
1: think of another... Oh. Okay, yeah. this is harder mm. than I thought it was. Okay, let's... Um, That's let's what think. she said. Okay, so let, let's say, like... This has probably been done as well, but, like, I, you know, I'm I'm British, so I enter the WWE ring with British currency in my pocket. <laughs> Am I the first one to ever enter the WWE ring with a pound in his pocket?
0: Ah, you're forgetting the million-pound man. Um Damn it. <laughs> Ted, DV, no flossy. I don't know. Um, yeah. You know what, though? So it, just, it is it, an excellent like, point, because... I think we speak a lot about WWE wanting to, you know, they're a big fan of firsts, but what actually, you know, counts as being, like, noteworthy enough to be history-making as a first. So, I think you're absolutely right. Maybe that is a whole new segment in its own right at some point in time. <laughs>
1: That's. I'm just wondering, like, because some things, like, I'm not discrediting Ray and his son, like that. That is a cool first. You know what I mean? That is a cool thing to say you done first. But the inference to me, when you go, this goes down to history, first ones to ever, is that there's going to be more. Now mm. I don't know how often you'll get that, but I suppose there will be eventually. But it's like, how random, like, do you want to, WWE just going to play the entire of Raw in in reverse to be the first ever show that was played backwards? Like, that's history. I suppose. But I mean, what, what, if they did that, it would,
0: it would probably make you know more sense than than playing it forwards. So I would be for that. I know, but the match would start with a pin. <laughs> I mean, yeah, craziest shit's happened. To be fair, <laughs> and then everyone would move walk up the ramp and, and that be that. <laughs> Do you know what? I just want to. I like literally. I, <laughs> like yeah, I want to see that. That would be infinitely better. So-
1: so yeah, sorry, this didn't really have a home. This isn't a news segment or even a unique segment. I'm just like, I'm slightly perplexed with this whole, oh, they made history. It's like, who decides when they've made history and when they've just done something random? I don't know.
0: I like it. You're right. You are right.
1: Yeah. Anyway, Carl, coming up in the news this week. Yeah, take that segue. <laughs> uh, we have uh, John Cena potentially returning to the WWE soon. We get that every once in a while these days. So uh, that, that's it. Let's see what this one is. We have Rey Mysterio in talks as to whether Dominic will be wearing a mask. We have the one and only Mojo Rawley saying that fans will see the real him in a matter of days. That doesn't work on a podcast. Air quotes. Real him in a matter of days. We have WWE earning a million dollar payday from zombie appearance at WrestleMania backlash. At least he got something out of it. We have Enzo Amore being rushed to hospital. I said with too much enthusiasm, sorry Enzo <laughs> We have Keith Lee being uncertain About his future uh, uh, and, you, know, you know, I'm just going to keep the same tone That was also said with too much enthusiasm We have um, TNA Teasing potentially Daniel Bryan And the Iconics for Slammiversary Are they trolling? Probably We have Ray Mysterio again Talking about his daughter Aaliyah's future In wrestling We have Ray Phoenix um, Injury maybe keeping him out Of double or nothing we have WWE bringing back the million dollar belt. We have a former WCW and WWE star, Mr. Buff Bagwell, arrested for more than ten charges. Carl, damn, it's a new record, surely. Mm. We have the um, the sad news That's uh, Alexa Bliss's uh, pet pig, uh, Larry Steven, I believe his name was, has been uh, as well has passed away um, after veteran refused treatments, which is a bit of an unusual one. Mm. Um, and then the last one, we have uh, commentator Adnan Virk has uh, parted ways with WWE after just seven shows. What's going on there? Yeah. So that's that's the headlines for the week, Carl. That's the headlines for the week. So going right back to the top of the card there, Carl. Do you want to talk to Shall us about John Cena come back to WWE? We
0: kick off with John Cena. So normally we can't see him, but we might see him soon. Because... I can see him. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, uh, it's not in the news, but yeah, apparently he's
0: had to issue some apologies. Yeah. Um, so, basically, as Anthony said, this gets referenced quite a bit. Um, it's in the news quite often that John Cena may be uh, returning from, uh, to WB from Hollywood. Um, and there's been some unconfirmed rumours going around uh, this past week. That said, it was set to coincide with uh, WWE's return to the road in July, um, beginning with the Money in the Bank weekend. Um, recently, in an update, it was reported by F4W Online that Cena's return is still being discussed for the first show back with fans in the crowd, which again would be the July 16th, my birthday edition of SmackDown on Fox. Um, had to get that, you know, had to get that in there as the, well. The by Carl's the way,
1: birthday edition of SmackDown.
0: That's it, you know. If anyone, you know, you know, listening to this right now wants to send me gifts, you know, you know, I'll make an Amazon wish list. You know, I can, I can pick some sexy things you can send me too. Oh God! (laughs) (laughs) But still, it all aren't you right? Sidebar, I know, right? Um, But still, Um, but yeah. So I don't know. I think. you know, recently, WWE announced that they would be returning to the road. Um, a 25-city tour um, that begins with the SmackDown show on July 16th um, in Texas. Um, so they're going to be going all over the arena. I think since this um, news article came out, they have also advertised the likes of Edge. And they've uh, advertised the likes of Bianca Belair. But...
1: <laughs> okay. We'll be keeping Edge backstage until it's needed. <laughs>
0: Pretty much, yep. yeah. Um, but... Edge versus John Cena confirmed. Well, exactly. Um, but Cena, who obviously has, um, you know, been pretty preoccupied with Hollywood at the moment, um, has spoken to Den of Geek, and he basically said that he really wants to get back to WWE as soon as he can. He said, "I really want to get back. I really want the audience to get back to WWE." You know, I'm with everybody. I think about the world, saying I just want the world to get back to normal. But these are interesting times. I have a lot of interesting opportunities at my feet. And I really do appreciate the WWE Universe understanding that, you know, after so many years of, um, you know, what what he's been doing. So,
1: I like it. He wants the world to get back to normal. He's
0: in a cinematic universe where he's Vin Diesel's brother. What is normal <laughs> to that man? Who knows? I mean... What is normal to a guy you can't see? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And what is love? I don't know, but just don't hurt me. It's all oh, I'm
1: it uh, Don't hurt me. So the next one, Carl. <laughs> uh, we've had some recent talks, not us, people, wrestling people. Now, uh, Rey Mysterio has been recently asked about uh, Dominic and his, his wrestling career and the potential of him donning a mask, which, as you know, um, there's some significance there. It has to be earned. It's not something you just decide to wear. So um, they have some talks about that, and it was quite an interesting one actually. Um, the Wrestling Ink reported on it. If anyone wants to check out the full article, but he um, talked quite a lot on sort of how everything sort of came about, and uh, apparently, um, you know, it was never really the the original plan. The whole um, Seth Rollins situation, or the, the you know the, the subsequent feud and match they had, um, that was all sort of sudden um and not the the sort of original plan they'd laid out um and basically Ray's suggesting that that's kind of altered the um the plan and the path if you will for for Dominic which is obviously still going to be an awesome career but um he's sort of suggesting it now in a sense of like yeah he's just gonna have to sort of find his own way and and his own path and and they'll sort of not really given a proper indicator but deals sort of know when, when he's earned it kind of thing. I think personally it's gonna be a, a, a feud that that comes. I think it's gonna be a match between him and, and Ray at some point, isn't it? I think you've alluded to that before now. And he won't be given away at this point. But that that's it's a money match right there. Be it'd be a really good moment to see as well, wouldn't it? Um mm-hmm. on top of that as well, they've suggested about obviously the like what would what would the look of it be? And um Dominic has has made some comments about that and suggested that like he doesn't wanna Totally copy his dad uh, in terms of attire, understandably, but at the same time he's he's you know acknowledged the fact that his dad's attires over the years have been really fucking cool, you know uh, emulating the likes of the Joker and the Flash and stuff like that over the years, um, and as suggested he might want to, you know, try and put a unique spin on some of his dad's older attires, maybe like um, you know from way back the WCW days, maybe even, um, so it'd be interesting to see in terms of stylistically how close he gets to. To his dad's attire and that appearance, and and you know when we're going to see that that sort of that feud that that ends in the uh, the mask. So yeah,
0: basically we've not got an exact date, but you know it's gonna be an interesting journey. <laughs> I mean, we you know have a very vested interest in this, Um as you may know if you are fans of the show. We have a segment which is called Behind the Mask. Um, Behind the mask. So, we spoke to the wonderful Stanley Sherman, who was the creator of the, uh, you know, Mick Foley's Mankind Mask, as well as Undertaker's Mask, Mask for Abyss, and several yeah. others um, in our kind of premiere episode. And, I mean, I'll be honest, we are in communications and hoping to get um, an episode with the man who makes Rey Mysterio's attire, his masks, his costumes, and also now Dominic's as well, um, the wonderful Hayashi nice. Um So... Yeah, fingers crossed that that does happen. Because, again, I mean, I don't think we'd
1: manage to get it out of him. But, you know, it would be interesting to know if he's already got some preliminary ideas or designs for any sort of mask for Dominic as Uh, well.
0: Absolutely. You know, I mean, Mm. we spoke a while ago about um, Dominic potentially being Prince Mysterio, which would make a lot of sense, Um, obviously, um, as the son of Rey. And, yeah, I mean... I will reserve my judgment on Dominic so far. I think he does have a lot of potential. Whether or not he has been, I don't in the mix too soon remains to be seen. I, um,
1: I'll I'll firmly say I think I think he has been in the mix too soon. I don't think it's in any way down to him. I think um, you know WWE saw the money in in the name and and the potential of that that sort of you know all eyes on Rey Mysterio being involved in this sort of stuff. Um, and let's be honest, if you were in this situation, you'd take that opportunity as well. Yeah,
0: you know, as a fan, I'm
1: like, oh, yeah, that was way too soon. You know, uh, mm. I think the Seth Rollins one was executed like brilliantly, if I'm honest, because it wasn't like, wow, he, he suddenly squashed Seth out of nowhere. Um, it was done realistically. I think what they're doing with him now, probably not so much. But, you know, it's it's one of them. As I say, if I was in that situation, I'd take that as well. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> Me too. Me um, too. But yeah, so hopefully we will... Basically, what I'm saying is hopefully we'll shed some light soon <laughs> for you because we light. are keen to speak to the uh, the mask and costume creator of both of these guys. And yeah, yeah hopefully well, it he is, will... It
1: is cool, though, to think that it's it like... Although, you know, like you say, he's on... Like, some people could argue that he's he is on the, the main roster a bit too soon. He's not served any time in NXT or really uh, performance center and that as much. But it's nice to know that, like, it's almost like a thing, isn't it? Like he'll know he's made it when he ends
0: that mask. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. And speaking of people who've earned it, maybe. Um, so the next one for me, I want to talk about Mojo Rawley. Um, so he has been missing for a while, shall we say? Um, you know, to think a couple of years ago, he was very heavily featured in the whole thing with him and, uh, Rob, uh, Rob Gronskowski. um, At WrestleMania. Gronk. Gronk. Just Gronk. It's easier, isn't it? The Gronk. Gronk. Um, But, yeah, so... And
1: then you could really argue after that, you know, WWE kind of
0: lost his mojo. Ooh, right in the Rawlies. Um, But... (laughs) So, so, yeah, I don't know. I think, um, obviously, there's been a lot of uh, kind of speculation around what's happened with him. And he um, potentially... I mean, it's still speculation, but he's added some flames to the fire fuel to the fire whatever fuel the to the analogy fire. is you don't yeah. need to have flames um, no fire. well you know more flames more fire that's what that's, that's what i'm thinking I guess. Um, I guess but he came out and tweeted 10 uh, days until you get Ten me days. the real me the version of me i've been so ready to share with y'all for a decade start the countdown now he posted that on the 22nd of may we are currently, at the time of recording, on the 25th of May, um, BST. Still a lot of waiting. UK time. Um, but, yeah, so... A lot of wait. Still a bit of waiting, but um,
1: what does hopefully that it's like, Hopefully it's something cool. Like, if, if he ends up just getting Me Too or something like that, I'm going to be so disappointed. <laughs> like, oh, um, that was the real him.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, do we think that we're going to see him in another promotion? Is he already got something signed and he's going to show up and he's going to be a different character? Is he, you know, going to become a librarian? We don't really know. Uh, you know, what is the real him? No one actually knows. Um, but I mean,
1: I've got to admit, I'm intrigued.
0: Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, I suppose you've got to kind of do that. So it seems like it's pretty evident that he's gone now fully from his WWE contract. He must have been waiting down some kind of um, you know, non compete clause or something like that. And yeah, we are gonna see him pop up somewhere. Um I would love to be the kind of journalist or news reporter that does the research and looks up what exactly is happening in ten days time from the time he said this, but I haven't done that. So yeah, who knows? Maybe he's gonna be on a show somewhere that makes perfect sense and you all know already. But for me
1: slammersary Carl.
0: Not, not that soon. um oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I mean... It, when's... It, um, when's... Uh, you can't even keep track of AEW. Not necessarily pay They got a double unique AEW that Wednesday.
0: Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, it's on Friday this week, which is annoying to me, but, um, but you know, still. Um, no, they only have double or nothing, but I don't know whether that means it's going to be then. I don't really know. I can't do maths right now. Um, but, yeah. So, who uh, knows? I'm calling Impact because he's good mates with Matt Cardona. He is. He is. Let's be honest, that is the most likely place to go from WWE It's Impact. As is tradition. As is tradition. <laughs> Love it. So, Carl, did you know
1: um, WWE suffered some backlash recently uh, due to some... Zombie appearances in a zombie lumberjack match. Ah, backlash, ironically. Almost <laughs> like we planned it. Um, and a lot of people have panned this, a lot of people. like um, It's been panned by other wrestlers, been panned by the likes of Batista, um, Chris Jericho, everyone offering nerds offense. And to be fair, it was a bit fucking stupid. Um, and again, I know a lot of people try and defend this shit, but I'm just like, it didn't actually match anything to do with the particular match they interrupted it. Uh, it, you know, it had nothing to do with those characters, it wasn't in keeping with any of that, so it was just kind of fucking stupid, but, uh, F4W Online, Carl, uh, apparently confirmed that, uh, one Mr. Khan brokered a deal for more than one million for that, um, for that little sponsorship deal with the zombies, so, um, we don't know exactly how much, but we know it was over a million, so, uh, I mean, let's face it, regardless of what effect or, you know, having absolutely no reason or place to put them, if someone says we want to hoard a horde of zombies to invade the wrestling ring for over
0: a million dollars, you're going to fucking do it. So, um, you know. Well, you know as, we know, as we know, Anthony, times are trying right now in WWE. You know, they've had to release so many wrestlers because, you know, of budgetary reasons and, you know, an extra million quid here or there. Will yeah. Only help their coffers and you, know you know what
1: um, they, 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 you know, they released a load of stars They gained a million quid They injured another star With this um, segment So you know It's not like they need wrestlers On the show Week in week out So nah. you know That's not too too Concerning at all But uh, you know They made money They made money So I'm over a million For that That I, I'm not even sure Like Who Who was it for Like who watches uh, Wrestling and has absolutely no awareness at all of uh, that sort of movie. Like, if you look at the target audience for it, like they've paid over a million to WWE to have this, right? And I know they've got millions and like millions of viewers, wrestling-wise. But surely, of those millions of viewers, wrestling-wise, you know the number becomes a little bit more finite when you go, you know, wrestling fans who really like zombie films. Like, okay, that gets a little bit more
0: niche. You know what I mean? So I I'm mean, like, is was it worth over a million? To be fair to them, I think, you know, rightly or wrongly, they have garnered a lot of attention. Um, you know, negative for most. No but, thing as bad press, I suppose. <laughs> well, exactly. So, you know, to your point where, you know, it probably is a quite decent crossover of people who watch wrestling and like zombie movies, right? But... You know, this is like kind of became a, a major news story of what the fuck is happening? you're putting zombies on their show? You know, has it you know gone to to the fucking to the death or what? I think it was deliberate. Now they're I mean, everywhere promoting a zombie film. Well, you know, I think um, for oh, them no, to I mean. for them to get it in the mainstream, they had to make it seem almost like it was a crazy thing. And it's like, well, actually, you know, because I imagine you you know. You, like me, will have seen many things on social media of WWE and zombies. We know the reason why clickbait. And it's like, well, it's because, you know, people will go, well, yeah, why did they do that? Go on, oh, there's there's a movie. Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. That makes sense. So, you know, such marks, Carl. From a marketing perspective, it makes perfect (laughs) sense. From us as wrestling fans having to watch the fucking shit show that is raw, it's a fucking nightmare. Like, you know, me as a fan, would I have prepared, you know, would I have preferred a fucking, you know, two minute, three minute trailer? Absolutely, but Which this got more people. Speaking, you know what? So... Like,
1: I know they'd probably have to play a, a pre-made trailer, but like WWE is so good at video packages that I'd let them do something like that.
0: Yeah,
1: let them roll with that shit because they are they, like I'll, I'll talk about it when we get to NXT, but they're actually really good when it comes to video packages, hype packages. Let yeah. them hype
0: the film that way. But it's what I mean, it's one of them, isn't it? I think, you know, obviously, shame on WWE for letting their product be this vehicle. But at the same time, there's that many people that have caused such a fucking fuss over this, around it being like, this shouldn't be on the show, etc., etc. It's become mainstream news, and that's all that the The marketing team ever wanted. so It's a, it's, it's a slow, 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 but eventually we're going to be like, hang on. Do you
1: remember when they used to be wrestling on WWE, and you're just watching three hours worth of infomercials? I you mean know, Drew McIntyre comes out and instead of the sword he's got like a new multi-knife that can
0: cut through tin cans <laughs> like oh, for fuck's sake <laughs> three two one chop your ye carrots yeah um, <laughs> I, I mean I, I'd buy it. but you know I'm a Drew Mark <laughs> so makes sense um, <laughs> so yeah interesting
1: yeah, So, um, so they made you know they made money they made money
0: WWE so, yeah, makes money just and fires people. make money. <laughs> okay. So, the next one to talk about. So, bada-bing, bada-boom. The realest guy in the room just got concussed the fuck out. Um, so, Enzo Amore was basically rushed to the hospital um, after he was knocked out um, on a DDT spot um, on a recent wrestling appearance. Um so, basically, the update on it all <laughs> is that, um, yeah, he took a bit of a sore one uh, from uh, uh, DDT and, uh, yeah, got knocked unconscious and, um, yeah, storyline said, you know, take him to hospital, make sure that he's all fine and, yeah, he seems to be okay. The update, you know, from Enzo himself was like, thanks everybody, so he's clearly tweeting again and is fine, but, yeah, just a bit of a small one, but Enzo Mori gets a... Uh, injured
1: concussed potentially um at a indie show yeah but uh no it's nice to know you're all right though the main well, yeah. thing ends up that's it and you know what i know wwe kind of just you know fucked up your tag team and then and then you know sack both of you. but i i really liked you guys you, you were cool you were and cool isn't there some suggestion that him and casco uh, work together again now i know they were together on that indie show but
0: um i mean potentially you know I wow, think they all co-
1: the band back together. Come on!
0: <laughs> I think we could see them on WWE in the next year and a half. Do you think? That's no, my um, bold prediction. When it happens, I mean, just, I mean, come to be fair, back. The, when they asked Big cast he didn't. He didn't rule out if he was given the
1: opportunity. He did not rule it out at all, did he? No,
0: I think by all accounts they didn't leave on bad terms. I mean, I think Enzo rubbed a few people the wrong way. Then people aren't aren't necessarily with the company anymore, and you know. There's a, there's a belief. <laughs> there's a belief so with the
1: turnaround of WWE these days, you know, eventually the people you pissed off just aren't there anymore.
0: That is true. So now we get the opportunity to rub a whole new set of people the wrong way. Um but yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> um I think that you know, they were a nice little tag team together and I think, you know, especially in NXT before they came up to the main roster, I think they were you know, something different and something needed for that time. So I think if they do get I, I honestly, team. I didn't know anything about them. I went
1: watching NXT at the time when they debuted on raw and they were, um, they come out and they, they cut that uh, boss promo against, uh, Bubba Ray and Devon. I think it was at the time. I was like, yeah, that's boss. Like mm-hmm. these guys have got it. Don't know what it is, but they've got it. <laughs> and then, uh, well, you know, the rest, you know, the rest. The rest you know, is He's history. such a friendly guy, though. You know, he asks everyone how they're doing and stuff. He, he seems like a really nice guy.
0: <laughs> that's it. Okay, you so, anyone the wrong way? He's, really, he's really self-aware as well. He knows he's the realest, you know, guy in the room. So, mm. yeah. yeah. Clearly can't true. be pissing people off. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so, next one, Carl. This one, this might, be, might involve a little bit of talking here, Carl. Mm. Um, so, Keith Lee, Keith Lee, Keith Lee this is took attention like originally when i noted this on our notes there was a, there was a single tweet but there's been a few bits since right so we had um basically a fan saying dude what's next and keith lee responded with a oh, good question unfortunately only time will tell my friend and this has led to, what What does that mean? Only time will tell. What does he mean? It's a good question. What does he mean? What's next? Et cetera, et cetera. So, like, is he leaving wrestling? Is it, you know, is this, that, and the next thing? Um, and this has sparked a lot of people to then pester the life out of him and Mia Yim. Um, and then this has also resulted in Mia Yim basically being like, you know, leave, mind your business. Um, paraphrasing, obviously, I don't know exactly how she phrased it. And uh, Keith Lee has basically just said he needs a little more time and then he'll start to be able to explain it in the right way and so on like that. But it's also led to this sort of onslaught of people being like, uh, you know, you're not entitled to answers, you're not entitled to this just because you're a fan, you know, leave them alone, it's their private business, you know, blah, 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 and I'm sure some fans are fucking assholes and they're speculating this, that and the next thing, but um, at the end of the day, maybe, you know, if you, I, I don't know, this this might be polarizing, but if you're going to put a tweet out there. About like oh you know I'm uh, I can't wait to be back and trust me I've got a lot of ground to make up and stuff like that you were gonna provoke a lot of people going where are you what's going on so you know kind of like I don't know for me it's a bit a little bit like when you turn around or like when the likes of Medium turn around and go oh you know basically mind your own business kind of thing or or even Keith saying be patient it's like well you you've provoked it. You you've Mm. caused this whole thing of like oh let's ask me some questions about why I'm not here because I've talked about being keen to get back but none of us know why you're not back Um, and don't be wrong that doesn't excuse dickheads people shouldn't be dickheads if people are pestering them and you know speculating about their health and stuff like that it's not cool but you can understand people being keen and wanting to engage and he's he's mentioned about a lot of fans and a lot of lovely messages in the DMs and stuff like that Um, so I know he's not being like difficult about it but it's like if you I don't know. To me, if, if you're not ready to talk about it, then maybe don't like tweet about wanting to get back. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like
0: mm, again, it's... yes, people
1: should mind their own business. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and argue and defend the point of people who are, like last asking for like hospital records and shit. I'm just saying like, you know, you've got to expect those kind of like assholes when you go onto a public platform and talk about not being on T V and wanting to be back.
0: Well, that's it. I mean, he is a you know public figure, um, whether he likes it or not, and so people will ask him questions, they will speculate, they will say things he likes, doesn't like, etc., etc. He doesn't have to read them all, he doesn't have to respond to them. He have doesn't to have respond to respond at all, no. You know, he could just be like, you know, <laughs> we've had a few things ourselves, you know, on this show, people being like, you know, no one gives a fuck about your interview, or XYZ, you know, random messages or comments and things like that and it's like well okay like you don't have to respond sure, to them yeah. if you don't want to it's like it's yeah. one of them you know i it's think all good. at the end of the day us doing this same as keith doing WWE, we put ourselves out there on a public platform and people have Obviously, the right his, to say his public platform is fucking massive so we well, have well exactly a lot more um, and exactly. with more positivity comes more negativity, sadly yeah so it's one of them like you know people you know a lot of people will genuinely just be concerned and want to see him back. Other people will be, you know, just internet trolls as you have and will be, you know, very horrible and negative. But it's for him to log on to the app and choose to interact or, you know, respond to these things. So ultimately, I think, yeah, it's one of them. If, if he has nothing to say, don't say anything at all. I think him replying to things and being a bit like, well, you know, time will tell and stuff like that, it's like, is it adding fuel to the fire? Like, absolutely. Like
1: For me, if, like, if that's deliberate, that's awesome. Like, fine, do it. Like, if you're building hype for mm. you coming back, because you know you're coming back, then, yeah, go for it, by all means. But it's it's more the turn round the other side of it. And it's not necessarily even him directly, but when people are like, oh, you mind your business, it's nothing to do with you, leave the man alone, it's his private life. And it's like, but that, that's why we're speculating, because we're excited at the prospect of him coming back. Mm. And that's what he's hinted at.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's one of them, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's weird. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, I think it's mad because no one has a single clue, you know, what's happening with them. And I think there's a lot of speculation. There's been things ranging from, like, COVID stuff to, like, weight issues to, you know, major health issues unrelated to COVID. And, yeah, no one knows. And, obviously, when people don't know, they like to just speculate on things. And I think yep. it's, it's one of them. I think, you know, all we can do as people is... To just, you know, not bother him, I guess. But if you're gonna bother him, then you know, you've got the right to because he's got a public, you know, platform, but at the same time he can just ignore you <laughs> and not yeah. come back with things that or make even speculate you speculate even once. more. Um so yeah. Now okay,
1: but let's let's go slightly away from the actual tweets themselves and the speculation. At some point, you know, this guy is an awesome wrestler. He clearly has mm-hmm. a passion for wrestling. And we like to, unless it's something totally out of left field, we imagine he's going to come back to the ring. Um, what do you think of him coming back? Do you think um, he should come back to Raw and continue where he was? Do you th- would you like to see him go back to NXT? Or would you like to see him move to SmackDown? Because I'll I'll put it out there now, my personal opinion, I think if he rocked up on SmackDown and went into a program with Roman Reigns, I'd
0: be all for that. I mean, Raw is a fucking death sentence. NXT is I, a step back. I don't back. need to see him tussle with, you know, Drew McIntyre
1: and Bobby Lashley, no. and that again. No. I really seen don't seen it. Like,
0: it's happened. Yeah. <laughs> like
1: if I he comes back, let's it make it fresh
0: and can have him come back to that. I, yeah.
1: I, I I don't know how you'd feel about it. But how would you feel
0: about him going up against Roman Reigns? Because I think that'd be just perfect. I think. I mean, perfectly honest. I think he still has some character work to do. I've made a few different, you know, remarks or jokes at his expense around. You know, Malcolm in the Middle, Stevie. um, You know, some of his promo stuff has been too over the top. Let's face,
1: I I actually agree with you there because to be fair, I don't like. And apologies because he was in NXT a while before I started watching NXT religiously, but I don't really recall any any particularly like big promos in there either. He was awesome. His work in the rings awesome, and you can totally see why he got to the point he did. Why he was the first ever person to hold both the NA and NXT title. But, yeah, I, I do take your point on the character work points. Yeah, especially. Definitely. When you, you go up against someone who's doing so well in character building at the minute, it could be could pointed out even more, couldn't it?
0: Yeah, definitely. I think um, it's one of them. He clearly has a lot of talent, and he clearly has a lot of you know charisma and pro I just think that the stuff he's done so far has been underwhelming for me, because it has been a bit too slow and, you know meticulous and it's like okay just speak just what is it you're trying yep. to say just fucking get it like, over with ironically
1: like... um i got to see more personality out of him in that film the main event mm-hmm. on netflix yeah um and i don't know like, because that's probably less free because it's very scripted but he, he seemed more natural yeah. yeah here we are
0: <laughs> here we are but yeah you know Hopefully, whatever is going on with him um isn't too serious. Hopefully, we get you know to see him back soon. And yeah, it's one of them. Obviously, we can discuss or debate around you know trivial things like promo ability and stuff like that. But ultimately, we just want him to be back. I want him to be you know healthy, safe, and Keith. Just we just want to bask in your glory. We do. We want to bask in your motherfucking glory, man. Um, so yeah, hopefully mm-hmm. you come back. You do some good shit and. Yeah, hopefully just stop interacting with people until you've got something to say. That's all I that will say. <laughs> um, so, the next one to talk about, Anthony. Impact, tease big names for Slammiversary. Like, totally you've never done that before. Anyway. I'm um, fucking
1: pissed off because I know it's not true. I'm so <sighs> confident it's not true that they can fuck right off. This is Bulgarian <laughs> flag all over again. No, I mean, I'm mean, i not it buying is. it. Fuck it off. is. It is.
0: It um, is. <laughs> So this time last year, Impact did something very similar where, you know, in kind of conjunction with the releases that the, uh, WWE did, they went a bit to town on saying who they might get for the Slammiversary pay-per-view. And so they went a bit over the top. You know, people, um, as you've know, you said, Rusev and so on and so forth. And we never ended up seeing them. And now this year... What
1: annoys me is that the ones they got, I think, were almost like, I don't know. It, it it was almost disappointing because they were speculating so many different ones. That's like when the good brothers and when the likes of Rhino and that rocked up and Heath Slater, like you go, oh, that's cool and all, but where's Rusev? Like, yeah. and it shouldn't be like that. Cause these guys are awesome names to get, but because they were teasing one, you're then like, well, where's Rusev? And um, I feel like we're at the risk of doing this again. Like they're probably going to get a surprise return from someone. You know, and I say return because I imagine it's a former um, Impact alum who has been in WWE for a time. Um, like I would not be surprised. Let's say if we saw Chelsea Green, um, because it just makes sense. But
0: Samoa Joe.
1: No, I've said it. I'm <laughs> with Chelsea Green? Um, but because they're now teasing. Like, uh, sorry, it's your it's your news article. Carl. who are they teasing?
0: I mean, fucking tell us, Anthony. Since you already fucking know anyway. No, no, no. It's yours, I'll just yours. sit here. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but <no. laughs> So obviously, there's been quite a few names um, that they have teased over, you know, a series of different, um, you know, promo like videos or so for the event. So obviously, they've gone. <laughs> you know, we've had Mickey James. We've had Samoa Joe. We've had, um, you know, Chelsea Green. As you know, as you've already said, but. This time, they introduced the likes of Daniel Bryan um, with the whole, yes, 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 little kind of, I don't know, graphic, if you will, that kind of came up uh, in the middle of the uh, promo. And yeah, I don't really know, to be fair. Obviously, we know that Samoa Joe um, has gone and he was a former TNA guy. You know, we've got Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Where are they going to go? You know, it would make sense. I suppose to a degree um, for them to be an impact because get the iconics get the iconics on AEW. That's one thing I do want. I mean, that's what I want, but at the same time, Mac Cardona.
1: Oh, um oh, but AEW it just makes it just makes better sense than it. They really need to, to invest in their women's side. Still. Mm, like they're doing well, mm, they're doing better than they were. But if they invest in like all right, you, you could argue debate on their ring ability or you like, you know, they they were great personalities to have and I think would be would really
0: yeah. That yeah. Over to EW, Carl. Make it happen. (laughs) Make it happen. Tony Khan. I know you're listening. Make it happen. You make it happen. Me. Oh, fucking hell. All right. Fine. Hold on. Bought your plane tickets. Go on. Off you go. Fine. All right. Okay, guys. Bye. (laughs) Um, I kid, of course. Um, So, yeah. So there was quite a few people, obviously, released Um, Smojo, former Impact Guy, Billy Kaye, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, also teased. Quite a bit, um, you know, Chelsea Green, Tucker, Callisto, Bo Dallas, Wesley Blake, all people that were, um, Look, released. This is the thing that that worries me though, like, and this is no disrespect, I'm picking these names
1: it, unfortunately for an obvious reason, but I'm not disrespecting these guys at all, it's just because of the way they've been used in WWE. But when you're teasing the likes of Daniel Bryan, mm. you know, you get to slam a version. it's like, it's Tucker and Wesley Blake, you'll be like, oh. So, yeah,
0: this is the bit that always kind of worries me, especially because of what happened last time. No, Stupid true. Bullshit. And, like, to be fair, I don't think that we are going to see Daniel O'Brien in TNA or Impact. So I
1: don't, I don't think we're going to see him for a little bit. I think he's going to have a bit of time
0: and weigh up what he wants. I mean, by all accounts, he is going to do something with Degree again, which would make sense. It's what a lot of people speculated. So, yeah, it's one of them. I think... Um, because he, he made echoes before his contract expired He made echoes about
1: wanting to balance um, Family life and wrestling and so on Like I, I think he's going to get nice and comfortable at home And we're not going to see him on screen Anywhere for a little bit mm. You always get that itch It's like a wrestling thing isn't it Like They're never done, it's hard to be done with the business But oh, yeah. um, I think he's definitely due a break And I don't think we'll see him for Slammiversary Agreed I think Agreed. that yes, yes, yes should be a no, no, no <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Anyway, Cal. So, the next one. The next one. Let's talk about Rey Mysterio again. But this time, let's talk <laughs> about his daughter. No, Murphy, not like that. For <laughs> sake. Uh, so, basically, uh, again, in talks with, with Rey Mysterio, this has come from the Wrestling Inc. But uh, there's an interesting one to say. That, that's how I mean. Like, they're always interesting Wrestling Inc. Um So, there was talk... Uh, with uh, with Ray about the potential of his daughter wrestling. This talk came about quite coincidentally at a time when Ray reckons that his wife had asked a very similar question um, a couple of days before, and he suggested that maybe she was asking because his daughter has expressed some interest in getting into wrestling, and uh, his wife was sort of sounding him out on the idea. Um, and there's no sort of like specifics like, "Hey, this is definitely happening," but he's obviously expressed the fact that she has. Always been a wrestling fan since she was a kid. That if she was interested in doing it, he would definitely be a trainer and he would buy one hundred percent, one thousand percent, I think even he said um, and you know he would definitely be totally supportive of it. What he did say is right now, she's um she's in education at the moment, looking into the I don't think they were specific about it, but into the medical profession and he would like her to continue with what she started there in that sense and that's what she was interested in. Um but there's no reason you know, if she was interested in, in the wrestling biz that she couldn't sort of start training with Ray. And maybe we could see her into the, the, well, probably the WWE at some point. So very speculative, Carl, very speculative. But what do you think of the idea that maybe this was like her sound and sounding, sounding Ray out on the idea? And what do you think of the idea of her being like, we obviously saw her involved in the, the whole buddy Murphy angle and, and that weird romance and potentially as illegitimate child. Cause let's fucking do that again. eh, Seth. Um, <laughs> You know, all those sort of storylines. So she's got involved in the storyline elements of it. I mean, what, what do you think of the potential of her being a potentially a, you know, future women's champion? <laughs> Let's go that far with it. Yeah,
0: no. No? Um, <laughs> no. I mean, she did fine, you know, in the time that she had with the company. I think, do I want to see her, you know, on a weekly basis as a wrestling superstar? Based on what she showed so far, no. You know, I don't think it's her passion. I don't think she's really into it. I think, obviously, she's Rey Mysterio's daughter, and she wants to be, you know, in the limelight to some degree. But, yeah, as a wrestling entity, I don't think she's showed any kind of desire or dedication to to do that. And so, Mm. you know, know, we have quite openly uh, spoken about Dominic and... His kind of lack of training and so on and so forth, the opportunity he has, and at least he's had you know, he's fucking had training. So, um, well, that's the thing. I mean, he's, he's trained that like when we say lack of training, like he's he, he's trained
1: with Ray for, for a long time, hasn't he? It's like yeah. it's this formal side of it where he's not really come up through the performance center or come up through NXT, uh, and he's still very green, you know, in terms of work, like, he can know how to work with Ray, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. But, so, uh, like you say, I she think... hasn't even got that far yet i mean she's still very young at the same time so if she took an interest in it you know she could spend the next few years training with ray religiously and then you know she could surprise us we could see like absolute dominance in the ring you never know
0: that's it i mean for me i i never got vibes from her that she is gonna be interested in the wrestling biz you know i got Mm. vibes of like you know some kind of interviewer or some kind of like you know reporter or something like that something in media um, but
1: do you think the bug might have got her if the audience had been there?
0: Maybe you know what differences
1: is... now when you see people cheering, you're on and you can feel that vibe from the crowd. That the is a fantastic
0: shout to be fair. I think um, who knows if we see her come back in front of a live audience, I guess we'll know that that was a concern well, that she may have had. But we know, um, you know, I I actually think
1: it's funny you mentioned about like uh, the the sort of reporting side of it because I think uh, we could potentially see it as like. Especially if she's looking into the business and maybe training, like as a backstage interviewer and that sort of thing, would be a boss shout, you know. Mm. I could definitely see that happening. Obviously, yeah, me all, too. Speculative,
0: all speculative. I think it, ultimately it comes down to what she wants to do. I think she came, tried it out for a bit. It was in like a a storyline, but it was very much like a soap opera style storyline. And so, does she want to be in the biz? Does she want to learn how to wrestle? Does she want to just be on like a you know? a on-screen talent. I don't know. Um, But... Remains to be seen. An
1: interesting one. An interesting one, to say the least. Mm.
0: And speaking of interesting ones, we talk about AEW's Ray Phoenix because he may be out of Double or Nothing. So, basically, um, he was in a match uh, recently um, and he potentially got injured um so that is pretty much the nuts and bolts of the story um but he had a match in mexico um and we basically haven't seen him on aw tv um since the end of april so Mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of a case of he was being pushed quite heavily in a lot of different storylines
1: he was was becoming quite
0: prominent in it wasn't he Mm, well, that was it. And so you would imagine we would be seeing him in, you know, at least the, you know, Casino Battle Royal or something like that. But as of this time, we haven't seen him advertised at all. So so, so it seems likely he's not going to be there. He's definitely going to be back for double or nothing by the looks of him. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. Um, But, yeah, interesting that they've allowed him to go out and wrestle for, you know, AAA. And, yeah, he's ended up getting injured. And as a result... You know, there's been no spec. You know, I mean, there's been speculation, but there's been no concrete evidence to say that he is going to be out of, you know, tapings for a while or off TV for a while. But we haven't seen him after this particular event, and mm-hmm. so yeah, speculation begins of he's potentially injured. So yeah, if he is, obviously, hope that he recovers soon. And yeah, who knows?
1: know. <laughs> hopefully, yeah, uh, hopefully, if he it, if it is, it's nothing too major, and we do see him back on TV soon. Uh, I do sincerely hope it's a work, and we're going to see him rock up and ruin someone's day on Double or Nothing. Hopefully, Cody's. <laughs> I joke, of course. I joke. Stop joking. I'm not joking. Um, so, next one, calm. WWE Maybe bringing back the million-dollar belt. Now, this might not be too surprising, actually, because over the last few weeks, as you know, on NXT, we've seen uh, the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, interacting with Cameron Grimes. And the going belief... and apparently a spoiler but obviously we don't know whether this is um we'll, we'll say i don't want to say confirm just yet because it's not come from wb itself or anything like that and this may be a spoiler um or it may just be something that's been uh made up let's say but no, it seems likely <laughs> uh, I joke. um but yeah it, it they reckon the belief is that this uh i want to say feud between cameron grimes and ted di is going to culminate in a some sort of I don't want to say match because it's Ted DiBiase and, you know, he's older and that. Um, But it looks like they might have a result where Cameron Grimes ends up being the million dollar champion and getting the million dollar belt. You know, just to further this fucking angle that nobody wanted, this new character where he's made money out of Bitcoin. (laughs) Apparently one of the only few people who have made money out of Bitcoin barring Elon Musk. Um, you know, but yeah, you can totally make money on Bitcoin. That's what we want to promote here. Go for it, do it. Buy a random digital currency, it's definitely not gonna bite you in the ass. Um, was it Bitcoin? Might have been GameStop. Either way, all are very <laughs> dodgy. Um, so yeah, so the the continuing with this shit. Uh, I've got some more to talk about that on NXT. Um we had him sort of ruining Cameron's match, essentially. So they're definitely building to something. Um and I could moan about this all day, but like I don't, I, I it feels aimless as fuck. But apparently, we're just gonna we're gonna give Cameron Grimes a belt for no reason. Maybe. How do you feel about this, Carl? This might be like a spit in the face for you because you were you were around for the original million dollar belt and the, all that, just gold from
0: back in the day. I'm fucking fuming, to be honest. I thought you might be. Yeah, um, Cameron fuck Grimes being the successor for the million dollar fucking belt. Cameron Human. fucking Grimes. Cameron fucking Grimes. You know, you think obviously, the guys who gave
1: Cowboy gimmick to because they were like, oh, I yeah, don't get.
0: You know, don't get me wrong. Virgil held this belt at one point, and you know, I do love Soul Train Jones. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just think this is. You know, if there's ever been clutching his straws, this was it. It was like, how do we go somewhere with Cameron Grimes? Well, let's put him in a, a GameStop, you know, money-winning thing, and then. That's introduced other things. He's rich now. Rich, rich, rich. Million dollar man. Amazing. Let's get him in a program with that. Hmm, where can we go? I don't know. Million dollar man had a million dollar title. Perfect. What a load of shit. Cameron Grimes, if he gets his fucking belt, is ruined the history right. of people who've held this belt. Stone Cold <laughs> fucking Steve Austin held this belt. It's I'm I fucking, fucking love this. <laughs> I fucking love this.
1: This is boss. I um I popped for Ted DiBiase when he first showed up, that one week when he out he outdid um, Cameron Grimes with the watch, that's all I ever needed, he didn't need to continue this that was it, just that one bit, where you go that's boss, nice pop and it's exactly the type of thing Cameron Grimes would do um, that's all he needed but no, let's turn this into something because fuck it, why not um, And I'm just going to make it even worse for you Carl, do you know exactly what's going to happen don't you he's going to hold that belt for like a week and then they're going to redesign the fucking thing
0: no, don't. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's going to be getting,
0: a big WWE logo made up of loads of little dollar signs. That's what it is. It's going to be like a, a fucking WWE logo with like Bitcoin symbols on the side. Oh, or fuck, you, Yeah, They are going to do Bitcoin, aren't they? It's, it's, it's
1: going to change it from dollar signs to Bitcoins. I, hope the, I, I can feel this already happening.
0: The Bitcoin belt.
1: Oh, okay. <sighs> yeah, so they're going to re I, I, I'm confident he's going to get this belt and they're going to fucking redesign it as well. Because WWE can't leave classic titles alone. And don't be wrong, this isn't exactly the most prestigious title in the world, but it's still iconic. Like you still remember yeah. the look of that belt, you know? Uh, fuck, it, Carl, you, you, you I've upset myself. With one.
0: I mean, I will, I that. will be fuming if they change it. You I will, will. Be fucking fuming.
1: Um, I fucking I'll put money on it now. I will I will make you a gentleman's bet right now for the sum of four pounds nine. <laughs> Right,
0: <laughs> and I will. Uh, I'll bet you that they're going to change that belt. How about three pounds <laughs> twenty-seven? Um, um, yeah, fucking hell. Um,
1: okay. So we're going to see the we're going to see the title back. We're going to see some culmination of this feud between him and Ted DiBiase, and hopefully, that's it. It's a throwaway moment, and we don't have Cameron Graham strutting out with this fucking belt every week because we don't want that. We
0: will. You really want. Um, speaking of things you don't want, <laughs> um, <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> um, so unfortunately, um, and this is pretty serious news. Um, so former WWE, WCW star buff Bagwell, um, has been arrested on, um, more than 10 separate charges. Um, so again, according to wrestler Link, um, Cobb County Jail. Uh, you know, their records show that Bagwell was arrested and charged with misdemeanor driving under the influence of drugs, a misdemeanor um, open container violation, four misdemeanor charges of hit and run, misdemeanor speeding, misdemeanor failing to yield when entering an intersection, misdemeanor of giving false name or address or birth date to law enforcement officers. Three charges of following too closely, Uh, misdemeanor of reckless driving, misdemeanor driving within a gore or median of emergency lane, misdemeanor duty upon striking a fixed object, misdemeanor driving on the wrong side of the roadway, and a misdemeanor license to be carried and exhibited on demand. Um, yeah.
1: Wow, a lot of stuff. List of things. Right a there. lot of stuff.
0: Um, so yeah, um, never nice to see this kind of thing. You know, obviously, Buff Bagwell, um, especially in his time in WCW, more than his time in WWE, was um, seen as a, you know, a big fan favorite. A lot of people were, you know, huge fans of his, and it is a shame to see, obviously, him in this, you know, current day being kind of accused of all these things, and yeah, hopefully. There's some kind of, I don't know, I'm trying to say in in a, in a nice way, I hope it's not true. Um, I hope there's some kind of thing in there where, you know, it's not all them things or there's something, but yeah, I don't know. I just think whatever's happened and obviously him being charged with these things, I just hope that he gets some help and he gets some, you know, people looking out for him and ultimately you know turns his life around. These-
1: with these things, it's like obviously something's definitely gone on, and when you list it like that, it sounds like a, a, wow, he's done loads of stuff. But it, it's like it's it's a singular incident, isn't it? He's obviously, mm. you know, there's the open container element. There's the um, the, the obviously the multiple elements of, of various driving offences. There's the hitting a, an object. It sounds like um, you know what one instance where he's sorry, maybe I, I I don't know if you mentioned alcohol, but I assume open container element. Yeah, um, you know he's had like some sort of incident like that but even like elements of like failing to carry his license i mean that's something that he probably would have got a warning for but let's tack it on while we're mentioning stuff you know what i mean so um there's definitely a a slight exaggerative element to it but yeah like you say hopefully um he gets the help he needs i mean it's um you you don't know what motivated the whole situation
0: but uh yeah uh, i mean for me you know it it's one of them i think speaking to adam bomb um you know brian clark and obviously, he faced some serious allegations, which he, you know, vehemently denies. And you know, he's got reasons and rationale behind why he denies them things. And yeah. um, you know, you never know what gets reported on the know, news. It is an be interesting gospel, example. So. He
1: took it all the way to the court, and, and and won. So you just you just don't know, do you? Like you say,
0: it's one of them. So you know, we don't want to speculate. All we can do is report on the news and what we know right now in terms of you know the information that's out there, but. Yeah, you know, if if Buff is, um, you know, if, if that is the case with him, then hopefully, yeah, I just, it's one of them, isn't it? I think you just hope that he gets on the right path and he, you know, recovers from this and can get back to, you know, being himself and, be, and, and living the life that he had because obviously, it, you know, there's a lot of charges here and, you know, it seems like whether it's happened that it's one, you know, lapse of judgment or whether it's something... More than that, or you know, maybe it's nothing at all. We don't really know, um. But yeah, all all we can do is hope the best for Buff and hope that he gets back on his feet. Indeed. Soon.
1: Yeah, a bit of a strange one that mate it
0: really is. Um. So the next one,
1: unfortunately, is um. You know, I'm not exactly raising tone back. So let's talk. Let's be you know fun. Um. It, it's the sad news. Obviously, um. Alexa Bliss as we as a lot of people who are fans of Alexa Bliss or fans of Total Divas will know um she's had a pet pig for some time um, we I, th- I believe if you're a fan of Total Divas you'll have seen the pig as like a little baby pig um so she, she you know she had this pet for some time she named him Larry Steven um, and you know he's he's a member of the family too if you will and sadly um, he he passed away i think not long after um, the, Mon- the Monday night raw just gone and um, unfortunately she's um, she's mentioned there that you know she had to leave him uh, with family when she went to do monday night raw um she had to leave him in pain um and was basically like she's mentioned about like she spoke to 30 30- They were they were uncomfortable treating him due to um, size being a reason, which is unusual because I wouldn't have said he was excessively big for a pig. But, but I I'm an animal, animal expert. Like, um, yeah. So sadly, you know, um, she's obviously very good about this um, being sort of pet owners. Carl, you, you know how it is. Like, you know, it, it is. It's never um, never fun dealing with stuff like that. Mm. Uh, so. I don't think we really need to talk too much on it. It's just more like, you know, it, it's a bit of sad news, unfortunately. And, um, yeah, a bit a bit of a shame that no vets were willing to treat uh, the poor, poor pig really.
0: Yeah. Definitely. I think, you know, to your point, obviously we've got pets who are part of our family, um, and have unfortunately passed away. And, you know, it's, it's hard because they are part of your family and, you know, you do, you know, you're with them every day of your life and, you know, <laughs> It's it's one of them bring things you, I think. Bring
1: a bit of life to your house, don't they? You know, so you know of... the
0: absence. It's not like I know some people are very much like animals are like
1: it's not as big a deal. But like she was obviously very much like she obviously animated a pet. She was you know very um they were you know very into a uh, little pet pig, and she had a lot of love for them. You know, and so you can I, I can totally sympathise where she's coming from there. Yeah,
0: I mean you know everything we saw from her on, like, social media and stuff like that, you know, a lot of the time it was a star of Larry, and I think, you know, she slept with the I pig. Mean, let's be honest, fucking...
1: right, this, this guy, he wasn't just loved by Alexa, this pig had an Instagram account of his own, and had more followers than us. Yeah. Like, not, not petty about it, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, like 90,000 followers, you know, so he was he was well loved beyond just Alexa, do you know what I mean? So, um, it, it is a shame.
0: Yeah, No, definitely. I think, you know, like any time you kind of suffer that loss of a, you know, a family member, you know, be it a pet or be it someone else, you know, it, a lot of the time it's it's so, so much the same. And I think she absolutely loved that pig and, you know, she would talk about him on, like, you know constantly and it would be a big part of her life. And I think the fact that, you know, as well, that she knew something was wrong with him and she couldn't find anyone to treat him. Yeah, like I mean, that, there's the that's, frustration there of like yeah. you don't you
1: don't want to see the poor animal in pain, and obviously she had to leave him in that state because no one to treat him. It's a bit shit, that. Yeah, definitely.
0: So yeah, and obviously... also
1: um, for those interested, that was that's the reason that she was. I think her presence was felt in Raw, but she was actually absent absent from the subsequent Raw. Um, mm. y- you're going to talk about that, Carl, but I think um, she wasn't physically there, but they kind mm. of
0: carried on the story as it were. But that that's the reason why. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think um, you know. We wish her all the best, I guess, from us. Indeed. And obviously, yeah. in in this hard time, and um, yeah, you know, people. Straight away, you know, you get people on social media, you know, especially Twitter, t- saying things like, well, you know, you've got bacon now, you've got... And it's just... It's,
1: see, this is the thing, like, when it comes to stuff like this, especially because it's an animal, um, people, they, they'll they go to the humour and they'll want to be... they want to make jokes that are a bit dickish, but she's obviously, like you say, she loves the, them and she's upset about it, so, um, like you say, hopefully, uh, yeah, well, just... Not cool. <laughs> yeah, not,
0: cool <laughs> not cool. Not cool. And um, speaking of not cool terrible segue i feel so bad (laughs) um (laughs) oh Oh, i didn't even mean that but still um so an interesting one really um so as we said a couple of weeks ago um raw got a new commentator uh, formerly of espn i believe um adnan verk and he was appointed by the new um kind of what is his title? That can't do it in WWE. He's he's basically responsible for, you
1: Ejected know, objective
0: by president talent. Yeah. So, is he? Is no, he? I just, no. no, I just no,
1: I just I give you John Laurinaitis as his old title.
0: Yeah, you know something like that. Um, but he is quite heavily I involved in terms just, of <laughs> that's not good stuff, he but. is shaping obviously the product, and um, he's got heavy involvement in hiring or firing of both on-screen talent um, and you know behind-the-scenes personnel. And one of and his boy, main why hires. How did he use that power? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so one of his main hires was obviously Adam Vick, um, who joined the Raw commentary team um, just seven weeks ago. And I think um, initial feedback wasn't great, um, unfortunately, about him. But, you know, I think a lot of people wanting to give him the time to settle in and just get used to the product, nah, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, there is that angle as well. <laughs> um, but, you know, we've seen in the past, you know, a big example that comes to mind for me was uh, Mike Adamley. Um He was obviously very notable for doing the whole Jeff Harvey incident. And <laughs> as soon as he said that, that was it. That was his nail in the coffin. And I think, to be fair to uh, Adnan Vick, I think he wasn't familiar with the wrestling product and he tried his best. And. Yeah, I believe, unfortunately. Um, the nail in the coffin
1: for him was when he called Drew McIntyre, Michael McIntyre. I mean, who would do something stupid like that?
0: <laughs> yeah, by the way, Anthony, you're fired. Um, but no, separately to the, all that, of course. Um, as long as you yeah. don't replace me with Adam Burke. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't take no, a step I'd down. I'd be a bit salty about um, that, I'll be honest. <laughs> we could, we could. Um, but no, obviously, it is a shame for him. I think. You know, we wanted him to have the best opportunity to succeed, and obviously, he was a hire by. I want to say Nick Khan. I could be wrong. I think he's called Nick Khan. But basically, the the whole uh, WWE new guy that is responsible for these things, he brought him to the to the party because uh, he wanted him to bring that kind of real sports feel to the product. And unfortunately, he made it too real. Well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) He said the world. You know. he said belt. He said,
1: you know what? I fucking <laughs> love WWE. He wanted to bring that real sports feel at the same time that he fucking had the zombies attack the ring.
0: Well, he yeah. Can't have it both ways, can Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, obviously unfortunate news for him, but, yeah, we hope he finds... You know his feet, and he gets back into the whole broadcasting setup. I'm sure he will. Be honest, I like, think with it's with just how the randomly fact... you can be released in that company.
1: I think everyone must be on fucking tenterhooks all the time. So it mm. must be kind of you know a relief to know that you're not going to have to be nervous as fuck about saying the wrong thing.
0: I mean, I think as well, you know, everyone has documented who has worked on commentary that you've got Vince in your ear constantly. So for someone who is a Even, broadcasting uh, yeah, yeah, from, expert a joke, well, from ESPN, <laughs> you would think he would be a bit like, all right, Vince, fuck off. Like, let me do me thing. So who knows? Was it him botching things? Was it him, you know, not having the, you know, not resonating with fans? I don't really know. Uh, it could have been just Vince not liking him. Um, but yeah, obviously it's a shame to see him go. After this whole reshuffle, and who knows what that means now, now for the raw commentary team? Let's bring back Jerry the King. I mean, I'm down for it. <laughs> I would be sure. down.
1: I'm not sure he's allowed on a PG product, though. <laughs>
0: well, that's probably the reason he got he got took away. I don't think he can <laughs> uh, listen to anyone. If he's gonna look at someone, he's gonna say puppies. That's all I'm gonna say. If they have their album back, you have to be like, okay, we've got a women's match coming up.
1: Uh, Jerry, do you want to go and uh, go and have a drink or take a break while this match is on because we cannot trust what you're going to say
0: i mean yeah basically um but yeah obviously we wish him the best in whatever he does next uh, next i'm not going to say best in uh, future endeavors because <laughs> that would be terrible Lovely. of me to I mean, do. he's that, already but... had
1: that letter carl for
0: fuck's sake exactly so I don't I don't want to rub it in um uh, but yeah obviously um
1: you know, I don't know. I oh, I think shit. I don't think mm. he was given long enough to to prove his point. I mean, we don't we know he's been released, but we don't know whether it was like a mutual agreement. So, you know, I'm saying it like he's been sacked. It, it might not be the case. He might have totally agreed, and it wasn't working out on his side as well. But mm. you know, it's uh, it's one of them. Like he he's a decent commentator, so I'm sure he won't struggle for work.
0: Fingers crossed. And that, I Anthony. Think. Was the ringside report? That was all the news, and it took us over an hour this week because we had fucking thirteen different things to talk because
1: about. Stuff kept coming up today. Most of this we already had it? planned out, and it's like, oh, this happened. This happened, breaking this news,
0: happened. breaking news. that You know, you can no. expect that. You can expect that from us. That's all I'm saying. We are cutting edge. We are dedicated, committed. <laughs> except, yeah. you know, when we go, ah, I can't be bothered doing Monday. I mean, yeah, you know, except for that. But still, um. <laughs> And that was, of course, the Ringside Report. And we will be back after this wonderful outro from some wonderful people. You're watching or listening A to, the K, the A, to the K.
1: A to the K, 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 A to
0: the K. These guys are awesome. Check it out. Check it out, change your life, you'll be thanking me later.